You're listening to an Economy Matters podcast produced by the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta. The Federal Open Market Committee concluded a two-day meeting earlier today. The pace of job today. growth has been strong. Downside risks to the outlook for the, the economy. number of Fed officials. The shadow banking system is large. We've come a long way since the darkest day of the financial crisis. Welcome to another Economy Matters podcast. I'm Nancy Condon, executive editor of the Atlanta Fed's Economy Matters magazine. Today, we're joined by Mike Johnson, Executive Vice President of Supervision and Regulation at the Atlanta Fed. Mike will talk to us today about some of the key risks financial institutions are facing. Mike, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Nancy. It's always a pleasure to be here. Mike, now that banking conditions are improving, what important risks do you see on your radar screen? So, Nancy, that's a great question and one that we often get asked by the, the banking industry itself and the banks that we supervise. We try to incorporate much of the answer to that question in a lot of the outreach that we conduct. As you said, financial conditions have improved, so financial direct financial risks are less on our radar screen. Risks such as cybersecurity, top of the list for sure. We're also seeing an increase in consumer compliance issues, primarily dealing with fair lending and UDAP. UDAP stands for Unfair Deceptive Acts and Practices. But there are still some financial risks that that we see as well. Interest rate risk is something that we have concerns about given the current environment that we're in, as well as uh, emerging risks in commercial real estate. Not not broad-based, but within some commercial real estate product segments and specific markets. So those are the things that I would put at the top of our radar screen. So Mike, you mentioned cybersecurity. We're hearing in the media with increasing frequency about cyber threats and data breaches. How big of a risk is this for the banking industry? So I think it's a huge risk. It's at the top of our risk list here at the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta. And we also have a uh, system risk process and cyber risk is at the top of that, uh, that list as well. It manifests itself in a number of ways. You uh, Obviously, as you pointed out, there are the data breaches. Uh, before data breaches were as prevalent as they are today, the industry suffered from DDoS attacks, distributed denial of service attacks that would take down websites. These are real and important risks. They have cost, not only to the institutions, but cost to the customers and they have reputational risk associated with them for the banking industry. But the real risk, uh, and I don't want to diminish those, but would be a a potential cyber breach that could result in a loss of confidence in a particular institution or financial payment system as a whole. Those are the things that I really worry about and that keep me up at night. So you can Imagine a scenario where a hack may take down an ATM system or something that's even larger than what we've experienced to date. We're doing a few things about that, of course. One, working through the Federal Financial Institutions Examination Council, FFIEC. We've recently developed and issued publicly a cyber assessment tool that banks can utilize to assess both their inherent risk and kind of their technology infrastructure maturity as it relates to dealing with that. We're also developing an advanced CAT tool, cyber assessment tool, for larger institutions and institutions with maybe a more complex environment uh, that that would be appropriate for. And of course, we're looking at this risk uh, with increasing intensity in our normal course of supervision and the examinations that we conduct. 
So these cyber assessment tools, are they becoming part of the normal supervision process? Yeah, so they're not mandated. Uh, We made them public in June of this year. We're strongly encouraging all of our institutions to go through that type of risk assessment process. So it's really the risk assessment process that's important, whether you use that tool or a tool that is similar in nature. But we're definitely looking to ensure that our institutions go through that risk assessment process, have meaningful conversations with their board of directors, and take steps to mitigate that risk if they're uncomfortable with where they're at. That's very reassuring, actually. What about um, rising interest rates? You mentioned that as a, a potential risk as well on the horizon. Let me be clear. I'm not, I'm not a prognosticator, <laughs> so I'm not here speaking for the FOMC, but rumor has it that uh, a rise in interest rates is uh, at least something that's on the discussion table. And we do have uh, some potential concerns with a rising rate environment. So I should say at the outset, though, that a we're already at such a low base in interest rates that a modest increase and a modest increasing path over a medium to long-term horizon, I really don't think poses material risk for at least the vast majority of the banks that we supervise. There's some caveats to that, primarily around, so what if that scenario, which is probably the most likely scenario, doesn't play out? So a rapid rise in rates uh, could be unexpected and cause a reduction in the value of certain assets on the bank's balance sheets, uh, cause a uh, hit to earnings that may be otherwise unanticipated. The other thing that I would point out is just remember that the Federal Reserve controls short-term rates, not necessarily long-term rates. So just because there's a slow, modest increase in short-term rates doesn't necessarily mean that long-term rates will behave in the same manner. So you could easily see a a sharp increase or maybe even the reverse, a flattening or inversion of the yield curve. That unexpected behavior could have a significant impact on earnings, liquidity, and the deposit behavior as it relates to bank balance sheets. So those are a few things that we have on our radar screen. Well, Mike, thanks again for speaking with us today. We're at the end of our Economy Matters podcast. Again, I'm Nancy Condon, Executive Editor of Economy Matters Magazine, and I've been speaking with Mike Johnson, Executive Vice President at the Atlanta Fed. I hope you'll join us next month when we discuss gross domestic product and an Atlanta Fed tool that measures it. GDP Now, developed by an Atlanta Fed economist, has proved to take a very accurate snapshot of GDP. Hope to see you then. This has been a production of the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta. For more podcasts on this topic and others, please visit the Atlanta Fed's website at frbatlanta.org.